Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. You know what they say. Yeah, you're a fag. And I'm not allowed to say gay. I'm in Florida right now. So. But big fags don't cry. <laughs> they don't. What makes you cry? Onions. What are these onions saying to you? <laughs> well, you got to peel back the layers, homie. Got to peel those onions back. So um, we're a little late getting this out. We have a lot that's happened in, you know, the time that apparently our friend here in one of the most technologically advanced states in the union could not get good service. What the fuck? Is it still in the union? Fuck. For the love of God, California. Leave the motherfucking union. And that goes for all you fucking states. All 50 of them. Can we name them? Can can you name all 50 states? I wonder. Oh, yeah. I think I, mean, I, would... I, I'm pretty sure I can. But now I'm like, now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm like, shit, can I? Would I, would I leave one out on accident? Just like forget about it. I feel like it's a big enough number to where you would just miss a few early on. Yeah. And then you would just go back and fill them. You'd be you know like, what I mean? oh, yeah, what about good shit? Yeah. Probably. Do you have any friends that are like, oh, 48 states? Do you have, do you have any friends that don't know there's 50? Because, like, this is a thing that confuses me a little bit because I'm like I've throughout my maybe school career or whatever I've I've heard this mistake made out loud about the amount of states in the union and I go really you didn't just know it was 50 and then go from there Wait, what do you mean? Like, like I've heard people like get a, it like wrong. It's a conspiracy? Like, no, I've heard people just get it wrong about how many states there are in the union. And it's such an even number that it it kind of blows my mind. Like, Is the oh, confusion the- that there are the lower 48 and they don't I guess I guess what I'm asking is are these people who think Oh, there are 46 in this contiguous block and then Hawaii and Alaska? No, I think they're just like, oh, there's only 48. And then it's like a surprise that Hawaii and Alaska make 50. Like they heard 48 and then they just didn't hear 50 later. And then they know about Hawaii and Alaska but 
they don't realize the 48 just means in the in the block right that's what i'm saying like do they think they just never counted all the ones before it's just, so, it's so these aren't a, these aren't people who just don't know they they don't think that hawaii and alaska are like territories or something they're like no oh yeah just, but it's like puerto rico the others are the 48 are states but those two are no i think they heard the 48 they know about hawaii and alaska but then they never heard somebody say 50 and i wonder if i heard somebody say 50 first i wonder if i heard 50 and then I heard the explanation. Therefore, I think it's weird that somebody didn't know. But fuck, there's 50 states, man, in this goddamn union that shouldn't exist. I wish there was 48. Because I'd go live in those other fucking two. That's for sure. <laughs> well, when we're thinking about little Russian roulette. I'm playing with my tic-tac gun. When we're thinking about states that are actually inclined to leave the Union, we think, of course, of Texas. And had a little bit of an... Oh, go ahead. California. Right? Where you were. Where you are. Yeah, I just mean... Where you were. You're not in California today, are you? I'm in a, I'm in a bunker in an undisclosed location. You travel so much. I'm on the move. It is sexy. What I was going to say is, Texas, <laughs> we actually just had an anniversary come up of significance uh, for Texas. Did we? We did indeed. Was it a, um, a happy time? Because a lot of Texas anniversaries aren't happy times. So we, if we go back and we think about other things that Texas is known for, besides the anniversary that you're speaking of, what do we think of? Do we think of the Alamo? I was about to say, I think that's the one. Like if you did the like jaywalking kind of people on the street type of thing yeah. and, and said, what do you think is uh, an anniversary associated with Texas? I think, remember, the Alamo would probably be the biggest one. Yeah. So the Alamo, it brings, it dredges up a little bit of uh, motion, right? Like the thoughts of like a group of people standing their ground in a position of significant importance to them or others and uh, knowing that uh, without a significant change in uh, strategic advantage that they were going to die just standing the ground anyway and Saying, fuck you, I won't submit. So that 
that's what we're taught the Alamo was, right? Um, in books and whatnot, where it seems like more the Alamo was the group of people being told to um, hold a piece of ground and that they would be backed up and they just weren't and they died and they were slaughtered. Seems like more like that's what happened. But the 19th of April, right before 420, we remember Waco, which matches that description to a T. What we describe the Alamo as. So, and I want everybody to remember when we talk about Waco, we're not talking about David Koresh. We're not talking about big, strong, strapping FBI agents and Mr. Schumer talking about um, whether Trump. Oh, wait, not not whether Trump should be arrested for. Russia collusion, but oh, what was the other? Oh, how great the ATF is at everything they do, and they had no wrongdoing in the situation that babies were murdered and whatnot. Can you believe there was actually a public inquiry? I mean, uh, I can back then, but like now, I think. Babies get killed. You're just like, ah, whatever. You don't even fucking just go to the mess hall. Eat lunch afterwards nowadays, right? We're so used to killing babies now in America. Well, we we don't do it in person anymore. We do it via drone. Drone, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's right. And if, you know, fuck it. You know, the guy... He killed the babies, has to deal with some shit, you know, we just deny his uh VA shit. And then he kills himself and then we don't have to pro- we don't have to deal with it. So I actually have my own conspiracy theory that I would like to contribute here. The significance of four twenty and how it's meant to overshadow this anniversary. Really? Because I kind of felt that way a little bit on Twitter. It was like everybody was just like 420, 420. And I was just like, ah, that just doesn't seem that important to me. Like, I I don't, don't get me wrong. I think it's hilarious if people celebrate smoking weed on the day that's the code for police for weed. It's hilarious. I think that's fucking funny as shit. But I was still emotionally distraught because, unfortunately, when I come up to the date of April 19th, I get flooded with all these memories and anger towards the state about babies being murdered and children being murdered and 
innocent women being murdered and uh I have to go back and watch things and refresh my memory because I don't want it to become this distant memory of something that happened because it's not distant. It was it was little fucking kids and they were burned alive and they were shot and they were They were killed for publicity. Because the ATF needed a win. And these people were considered freaks. And they knew that normal people in the United States wouldn't relate to them. They didn't intend on killing them. They intended on making a show of it. But then when they were embarrassed, and we know how it works with people like that, when you put a bunch of gung-ho people in with tanks and shit like that, that they don't look at it like, oh, we were in the wrong. They look at it like, oh, this is our enemy destroy them and all you have to do is watch look into it look into it don't read the goddamn wikipedia or look into this shit they machine gun children they burned children they ran over men trying to stop them from shooting children with tanks to the point that the the guy's body dislodged the fucking track from the tank. It's on goddamn video. This man's body, all he's trying to do is stop them from killing his kids. And he gets run over and it sucks it sucks his body into the goddamn tracks and pulls this goddamn track off the goddamn tank. And it shouldn't have fucking happened. It shouldn't have happened, man. These people aren't heroes. These people aren't. They're not brave. They're not nothing. They're just shields for the state. And you... If you're still alive, parents who raised these kids to think the state was omnipotent enough to get them to kill a goddamn child. And this is on you. You can't raise your kids to believe in the state enough to do this to another child. You can't do this. And if you are one of the parents of these people who shot these children, this is on you. Stop. 
stop raising your kids to be compliant. Stop raising your kids to say yes and no when they're supposed to. Stop raising your kids like that. Start raising your kids to be moral, to make moral decisions and think for themselves, not not aimlessly. Because that kind of shit would have stopped that from happening. There's so many fucking people there. And there was a few that wanted this to stop. But there wasn't enough. There just wasn't enough. There just, just wasn't enough, man. Sorry, California sucks. That was that was the message I was trying to get out with that <laughs> little spill. My bad. I I don't get emotional about that at all. Uh, uh, wake, Waco. Doesn't bother me. Just uh, just another day. I've been thinking about how Waco wasn't that long ago. Right. <laughs> we we talk about all of these historic tragedies, right? We talk about, and I think I think especially in the last two years when we've talked about lockdowns and the state and government overreach there's a lot of likening of the state to something a bit more fascist and we really quickly go to world war ii era hitler nazi germany etc there's a lot of talk about that we also talk about slavery a lot because i think there's a lot of folks who will sow seeds of doubt and deception and want a bit of the racial undertones to continue to play out right ever ever since uh what was it you know occupy wall street that was when they really kicked the racial divide into overdrive but when we talk about the holocaust when we talk about slavery we're talking about something that happened in the distant past. As far as World War II, yes, there's some, you know, folks around, but just barely. Whereas, when we're talking about something that happened in the 90s, the point you made about those parents still being alive today, to even hear that, I think just, cannot be overstated how insane that is that just happened in terms of historically that was yesterday the people who were in charge of executing on that mission are alive today and can still be held accountable 
Yes, I can. They won't even say the truth vocally, though. All the things that we've found out since then, the government, whatever agency it was, shot first, that they didn't start the fires themselves, which was absolutely ridiculous to begin with. And anybody who looked at it objectively was like, eh, that didn't make sense. But uh, now, I mean, we so much has come out. I mean, agent testimony of them saying, let's not push forward with the with the uh, raid. Let's, uh, you know, there was even a plotted out plan that was submitted to um, just nab David Koresh alone when he jogged through town every single morning but that one was that that plan was shot down i i think that 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 needs to be repeated the man jogged through downtown right by the police station every fucking day And he didn't have children strapped to his back when he was doing it. Let's say that he was totally innocent. Let's say that it would have been the worst thing in the world to grab an innocent man and kill him in broad daylight in the streets of Waco. That would have only been the worst thing in the world. If Waco didn't happen. So if you would have. Taken that. Let's call him innocent. At this point. Man. And just put a gun to his head. As he ran by the police station. And just pulled the trigger. And unloaded his brains. Onto the wall beside it. And watched his lifeless body. Drop to the ground. And slide. As it stopped moving. That would have been. So much better. Than what the fuck you guys did. That no. means something. That means something. That means that like. You didn't just pick the worst option you picked like the worst scenario with the worst option because what because it allowed tv cameras and probably a good photo shoot and if everything went perfectly that was what was worth risking all the these people's lives and eventually murdering all these people For those who aren't really familiar with that detail, it would be good to point that out, right? The timeline of events as far as news crews being at the right place at the right time, 
right? Yeah, I guess it would be. Um, yeah, for you, you guys who listen, who don't research this and go through this awful experience, which I don't recommend, but it is eye-opening. It's just so hard to do. Uh, he's right. The news crews were alerted to the situation before the situation happened. CNN in particular. Um, it was they were they were put in a certain position to be able to get the camera shot the ATF wanted. So they had like a a spot that the the crews were supposed to film from, which was putting you know they got the the front door at an angle which would have been perfect if they were just like taking people out of it and whatnot, and then it just turned to what it turned to, and of course they denied access to camera crews being around the back where they. Did a lot of the shady shit, but there luckily there was a camera on the plane, a FLIR camera that uh, showed a lot, especially with uh, advanced technology later on that they didn't expect to to, uh, to have to account for. Uh, I'm going to talk about it, even though that's the worst thing ever that I deal with every time I uh, research this. There's a uh, there's a clip for all you people who haven't done this before. Where David Crash is talking, and it's so hard for me to even focus on what he's saying now. I'm uh, pretty sure it's the one where he's... Uh, He's already been shot through the kidney at this point. And he is talking to cameras. Uh, and there's a baby in the background playing with maybe its mother or sister. I don't know. Just another female. And for all you people who have kids... There's a hand gesture that a lot of kids do, young, that where they turn their palms up, kind of like, I don't know, kind of. And the baby is obviously not vocal, but doing that and laughing and playing. And uh, twelve days later. 11 days later, the baby's uh, burned to death. That particular baby burns to death. In a room with one exit being held down by machine gun fire. And it's clear as fucking day in that flare footage, man. You watch all the lives just burn up or shot. And you know one of those is that baby. 
Er... And that kind of shit right there makes you know that you're a peaceful person. That you really want people to change what they do for the long haul. Because that kind of shit right there, if you weren't, would... Cause another reaction that I don't want to say because I just don't want... I don't... I don't want anybody using that against me. But, uh, I know I'm on the good side because I watched something like that happen. And I, I don't lose faith in humanity. I try to strengthen and bring people back to their humanity away from their government and their authority figures and bullshit and bring them back to the humanity, to the person they could be without the state. Uh, there's a lesson to be learned. We can be better from this horrible thing. We don't have to be worse over it and i agree and i think that's why it's worth addressing the naysayers and being a bit of a devil's advocate for why the folks were there to do what they were doing right to say this isn't just a bunch of people who are pure evil and only have evil thoughts going and doing evil things. These are people who at some point had the best of intentions and made poor choices and ended up doing evil things because through incentive structures. Yes. You're right. Because let's let's think about the point you make about just getting him while he's out jogging. Yeah. There was no cameras that would have covered that. It wouldn't have been a thing. Right. And if you, in your mind, in a perfect world, say, well, we can go and we can get him at the house at a timed location have the whole team there have the whole crew that's how we can get our budget for the next 10 years yeah because we have proven and put like you say incentive structures in place such that people are moved to do things to get that publicity and notoriety and move the needle. It's the reason why our entire election process is not an election so much as it is a popularity contest. Now, the other piece is going and doing it at the house 
is also a reasonable play because it's not just about arresting him. It's about there being a massive weapons cache in this home. That's right. Right? So that big weapons cache actually covers both his needing to be taken sort of at the house as well as why they would roll up for a search and arrest warrant a bit more loaded down than you would typically see. So when we look back at it, we see why in the world would you go in there ready to just escalate that to such a an insane level. But the idea is it all starts innocent enough with the best of intentions and saying that's where that's where we have to think about the what is the end goal because if we talk about it the way you described it it seems reasonable right but is the end goal to make sure we punish somebody who may deserve to be punished or is the end goal to make sure that morality slash liberty of innocence is protected? Because if you look at it at those two different ways, it, it, those don't seem that different. It, if you just say them out, but if you look at this incident that happened, if you if that's your end goal, and then the others your end goal, two completely different things happen. Lives are saved of babies. I mean, it's just the the goal should be to let's say let's say that he did awful things. Uh, the like the most awful of the description of him, let's say you know molesting children or whatever, right? What about the way that we conducted that? Help those children. I mean, that's that's the only thing. And then the weapons, the weapons cache, right? In what way did we secure a weapons cache? Or was the goal to punish those who followed David Koresh because they didn't roll over? and give up on camera like they were supposed to. Because that's what it felt like to me. We violated your rights, but yet you shot my brothers in arms. And now I'm pissed. Because I went to the academy with that guy. You violated their rights first. They were in the right. 
to defend themselves. In fact, not only were they in the right to defend themselves, but even in our fucked up court of law, they were found innocent in shooting back at the police officers. The surviving members were found innocent in a court of law for fighting back. So, there's just no reason why we killed the, killed them, killed the babies, killed, burned people. Did it? It was just retaliation for my brother, my my brother in this war. Because that's what they are. They're they're they're, they're people in SWAT, and they pick the ones who follow orders mindlessly and whatever. That's what they want. There's psychological exams they go through. No offense to anybody who got in there, but you were at a place in your life where they were like, oh, we can mold this bitch. Maybe you're not there now. Maybe you've seen a light. I'm not saying that I wasn't there at one point in my life. I'm just saying, like, that's what they want. And that's what the fuck they got. And it killed a bunch of kids. Kids. There were so many goddamn kids, man. You raise a really interesting irony. Because you talk about the state, the the mental shape, and the pliability of the folks in law enforcement who are just sort of taking orders. And I would describe it as cult-like. Yeah. Me too. And if, I were to, and if I were to talk about the Waco massacre and I were to talk about the cult, I think most people would assume I'm referring to the Branch Davidians. I would think they would probably would, but not me. I certainly wouldn't think you were talking about the Branch Davidians. Especially if you were talking about people who were willing to mindlessly murder innocent people. Just so devoted to their belief system that they're willing to shoot a child. Because it's the right thing to do. It's what I've been trained to do. Could you imagine me describing a church group that was willing to shoot a child because it was the right thing to do? Because that's what I've been trained to do. That's not what the Branch Davidians were about. In fact, there's nobody that even claims they were about that. But that's what the United States government did. (laughs) 
And I'm glad that a year is relatively a long time because I hate revisiting this every year. And I curse April 19th next year for making me do it again. But you'll, you can expect another episode of Fake Safety to be coming at you with uh, this somber tale of the ATF. And uh, I think I speak for all our listeners and Bart when I say I declare April 19th National Fuck the ATF Day. There's no call.